Hey everyone! In this episode, I talk to Carol Novello, the founder of Mutual Rescue and author of Mutual Rescue, How Adopting a Homeless Animal Can Save You Too. Mutual Rescue is a national initiative that highlights the connection between people and pets in order to inspire and support life-saving efforts in communities across the nation and world. This episode was also brought to you by Shameless Pets, an all-natural nutritionist-crafted sustainable dog treat brand using surplus ingredients such as sweet potatoes that are too big or too small to have made it to the grocery stores. They're made in the USA, and their mission is to save as much food as possible by incorporating healthy foods into innovative and fun treats. You can use Mela25 at checkout for a 25% discount. So with that, let's get right into today's episode. Hi, I'm Daniela from Mela Pet Care, and I'm joined by Carol Novello, the founder and author of Mutual Rescue. Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much. It's exciting to be here. Of course. So would you like to maybe introduce yourself and give a little bit of personal background? Sure. I am the founder of Mutual Rescue, which is a national initiative to change the conversation from people or animals to people and animals. And I'm also the author of the book Mutual Rescue, How Adopting a Homeless Animal Can Save You Too. I also served as president of Humane Society Silicon Valley for almost a decade. And prior to that, I was a senior executive in high tech working for Intuit. So I've had a, a varied and an interesting career, but all of those things kind of work together to uh, help do good in the world by helping save animal lives and matching them up with deserving families who wanted to welcome them into their homes. Amazing. So what exactly is Mutual Rescue and how did it start? So Mutual Rescue came out of my work when I was at Humane Society Silicon Valley. So as I mentioned, I was a senior executive in high tech for many years. And when I transitioned into animal welfare, people would sometimes say to me, why are you helping animals when you could be helping people? So people kind of, they sort of understood why I went from for-profit to nonprofit, but they scratched their heads a little bit more when they saw that I was taking my experience and using it to benefit animals. And what I realized is that a lot of people don't really understand just how transformative it is to welcome a rescue animal into your life. And so I started doing a presentation out in the community. It was called Why Helping Animals Helps People. And that evolved over time into creating this initiative to really illustrate at a very visceral level how animals change our lives. So we started doing short films and our very first short film for Mutual Rescue was one called Eric and Petey. And that film has uh, ended up going insanely viral. It's been viewed now more than 100 million times across the globe on various social media platforms. And in 2016, when it came out, it was voted the number one news video story in California by the New York Times. So. Um, from that success, we went on to make uh, several more short films, uh, and the success of those short films led to the opportunity to publish a book, and then we really decided we could do more and are engaging now in creating um, toolkits for shelters and bringing in corporate sponsors to get money to the front lines, uh, the local level where the work is happening. So it evolved from a very simple question way back when uh, into something we're now really looking to scale and to be a new national animal welfare brand. That is amazing. So congratulations. Yeah. And so going back to something you said where you're changing this perception from people or animals to people and animals, 
How do you feel that mutual rescue has been able to kind of change the perception around the interplay of animal and human welfare? Yeah, I think a lot of times you only hear one aspect of the story, which is, oh, you know, this animal was in need, this animal was abandoned, all these, you know, quote, horrible things happened to this animal. And in many cases, you're not hearing the other side of the story, which is not only does that animal get transformed by being adopted, but the humans are deriving so much benefit too. So in our short films, as well as in the book, I tell story after story that connects an animal to a human condition and how they overcame that condition. So for example, in Eric and Petey, Eric was a middle-aged, overweight man, and he had really reached a point in his life where his doctor said, if you don't make some changes, you're going to be dead in five years. And that doctor wasn't really all that helpful. Um, and he ultimately ended up going to another naturopathic doctor who said, you know what, you need to go adopt a shelter dog and walk that dog a half an hour, at least once a day. Um, and also recommended a plant-based diet. And he did both of those things. But one of the things I think was incredible about Eric's transformation is just this experience of unconditional love and really having a companion and somebody that was going through life with him. And that made a huge, huge difference in his life. But we've got stories that we're telling from so many different points of view, whether it's addiction or depression, um, relationships, um, all kinds of situations where people welcoming an animal into their home uh, has made their life better. And of course, welcoming an animal into your home is wonderful. Even if you don't have any of those problems, they still can add so much joy and love. But to really see the fact that how do we how do we help people understand that when you give support to animals, you're not taking away from humans, you're actually contributing to something that may actually be part of the solution. We interrupt this episode to remind you of Shameless Pets, an all-natural nutritionist crafted sustainable dog treat brand using surplus ingredients such as sweet potatoes that are too big or too small to have made it to the grocery store. They're made in the USA, and their mission is to save as much food as possible by incorporating healthy foods into innovative and fun treats. You can use Mela25 at checkout for a 25% discount. So with that, let's continue with this episode. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I see that you're you're really shifting this conversation around animal and human welfare. And I would like to think in a very effective manner, really, so how do you think uh, mutual rescue is mobilizing people and organizations to kind of make a difference in the world? So one of the things that we're doing is we want to make it easier for uh, shelters and organizations to implement programs that emphasize the human-animal connection. So one of the, the first programs that we did was we worked with various shelters across the country to come up with best practices um, that they were deploying. We put that all together into a toolkit for a doggy day out program. And so doggy day out is a program where you can go to your shelter and just take a dog out for the afternoon. So you get some exercise and the dog gets a break from the shelter um, and it helps animals get adopted much more quickly because they're more visible, they're seen by more people. Um, and it also just reduces their stress level overall. So they show better in the shelter um, even when they're not on a doggy day out. So we, um, implemented that toolkit. We've had close to 500 downloads of that toolkit. Um, numerous shelters have implemented the program uh, through the toolkit. And then we've also created a directory that makes it easy for people to find Doggy Day Out programs if they're interested in going and doing that. So even shelters that already had a Doggy Day Out program 
are listed on our directory, making it easier to connect them with the general public. Fantastic. And so you talked about how Mutual Rescue has these films. So how do local shelters use these films to build relationships in their communities? So a lot of uh, shelters, well, this is all obviously pre-COVID, um, but we make the films available to shelters for any kind of fundraising events that they might have. So um, it can be really effective to show them in your community and then bring in uh, people that have adopted animals from your organization and showcase how they have impacted their lives. Um, so we do make those films available again with COVID things have shifted quite a bit, um, but people are always welcome to, to share the films uh, from YouTube and, and make them aware of that conversation and just highlighting the work that's going on that they're doing that's relevant to that. Because really we made these films about rescue animals and people. And we specifically didn't put an emphasis on the organization that was doing the work because we wanted to have it, we wanted the message to have a much broader appeal. And this work is happening in Utah and Florida. It's happening, you know, it's happening all over the country. And what we really wanted to do was change people's minds about how they think about philanthropy and make sure that they're including animals in it. And to change their minds, we needed to touch their hearts. And we felt the films would be a great way to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. I've heard that you have something called this like doggy day out program. What is that? And like, how is Mutual Rescue helping them expand across the U.S.? Yeah. So that's the toolkit that I mentioned earlier in the context of um, defining best practices and getting that all together in a toolkit in a comprehensive way that makes it easy for an organization to download that. And so it's a, it's again, it's just an afternoon outing that you, you take with a dog um, out of the shelter. So, you know, unfortunately with COVID that's shifted a little bit, but I'm, I'm, you know, it's harder to do that these days, but you know, we will get on the other side of it. Um, in the meantime, I highly encourage people to foster, um, especially with people being home so much more, um, all or, a lot of organizations are looking for foster families and uh, that's a great way that people can contribute in the short term. Yeah, definitely. So you've really done some amazing things with Mutual Rescue. We've been able to kind of see this evolution. What's next for Mutual Rescue? Like, what does the future have in store? Well, one of the things I'm really excited about is we are partnering um, with an organization called Cuddly to develop um, further uh, technologies and platforms for pet pantries making it easier for people to donate to pet pantries in order to help families that are in need. So one of the things that's just really important to keep animals out of shelters is finding a way to keep pets with their families. And especially during COVID, a lot of people are struggling and we don't ever want somebody to have to make a choice between can I feed my animal or can I feed my children? Because mm -hmm. um, that's what sometimes can drive people to have to surrender pets to a shelter. Um, so we're working on a new toolkit, um, a pet pantry toolkit, which will make it easier for uh, various organizations to implement those programs, as well as establish best practices and protocols and new ideas that organizations that already have pet pantries can use in order to um, make their program even more robust. That's great. I'm very excited for the future of Mutual Rescue for sure. And so now is a great time for you to answer our Mela Signature question. Love hearing all of our guests' answers to this. So the question is, what does pet health and wellness mean to you in today's day and age? So 
Well, I think pet health and wellness is something that I'll expand just because of, of what mutual rescue is about. It's really about health and wellness for pets and people. And I think it is uh, about connection and the bond that we generate with our pets. And so, um, you know, clearly we want to be able to take care of, of basic needs, the physical needs, um, but that really is a connection that I think is so important between an animal and a person. And in the book, Mutual Rescue, that I wrote, um, the book itself is divided into four sections, heart, body, mind, connection. And I think we can think about wellness in that way for animals as well as for people. And one of the things that I love in the book is there's some research that um, I referenced that talks about the, the impact. It, this particular study was about dogs but the impact that uh, a dog and a person have on each other. So when you're interacting with a dog, you're releasing oxytocin and prolactin and serotonin and all these really feel good chemicals. Mm -hmm. But what this study looked like, looked at was what was the impact, what was happening with the animal. And what I love is that dogs were showing similar kinds of reactions. They were releasing oxytocin and these feel good chemicals in their body. So it really is a mutual experience when you're connecting with an animal and you're both getting something out of it. That is so cool. I didn't know the science behind that. Yeah. Yeah, really amazing to hear. How can individuals and our listeners and organizations get involved with what you're doing at Mutual Rescue? Well, there's a couple things. Uh, if you go to mutualrescue.org, um, you can sign up for our, uh, our email list and we'll keep you updated on all the things that we're working on. You can view all of our short films. They're also available at mutualrescue.org. If you're interested in the Doggy Day Out program, you'll find information there where um, you can find a directory of shelters that have that program, or you can down download the toolkit if you're interested in getting one started. Um, we'll have information there soon about the Pet Pantry program. Um, and then you can always pick up a copy of the book, Mutual Rescue, How Adopting a Homeless Animal Can Save You Too. And all of those proceeds go back into the Mutual Rescue Initiative. And then ultimately, you know, we're looking um, to bring in corporate sponsors. Um, I'm really delighted. We had a, a lovely gift from Dutch Bros Coffee back in the fall. We were able to make 10, $10,000 gifts to local shelters um, on the West Coast through that. Uh, so we'll be engaging further with additional corporate sponsors. And so uh, if anyone listening is wants to find out how to get engaged, you can, you can reach us uh, at hello at mutualrescue.org. We'd love to hear about your interest in, in helping us, um, you know, raise more money for a really great cause. That is great. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of our listeners are going to want to get involved because this is an amazing, amazing organization. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an amazing chat. Well, thank you so much. It was a delight to be here. Thank you all for listening and hope you enjoyed this special episode. If you're interested in keeping up to date with what we're doing here at Mela, feel free to sign up for our newsletter at mela.ai backslash newsletter for an exclusive look into our company. Thank you.